Yo, this is Mike from the Be Honest Podcast. Always remember, be honest with others, be honest with God, and most importantly, be honest with yourselves. Watch this. I'm winning. Can't tell me both his rays we praise God for victory the enemy can celebrate in the face of my enemy the energy I used to hate no longer part of me so pardon me for trusting the vengeance to the one who wants to see he paid the fee so I can go free I call that bail money chasing back so you can be rich I call that fail money sowing now so you can reap later I call that well money wise with the talents he gave us yeah that's how we come and we ain't running never back down even if we take the L greater is the one that's in me then he that's in the world we the first cause we were last and now the roads flip we the light and he keeps us on the breaker never trips we ain't running never back down even if we take the l greater is the one that's in me then he that's in the world we the first cause we were last the roads are now flip we the light and he keeps us on the breaker never trips What's up, everybody? Welcome. This is the Be Honest Podcast. Yo, we are continuing to elevate this platform. We're trying something new. We are going with video in addition to the audio, man. So if you are watching this, we have a podcast you can listen to. If you're listening to this and you want to see these three handsome brothers, you know, we got to wait for you to, well, I'll say two. We gotta wait for you to yes, Mike, <laughs> check Mike, us Mike. out too. Mike, you're not in our league, Mike. You're not, not talking league, about Mike. you, sir. You're not, not talking about league, you, baby. Not but listen, as always, as always, man, we are excited to be with you guys. We have a great topic today. We feel like will be beneficial for you. So we're gonna start with Mike. Mike, introduce yourself to the people. I'm sure we get new listeners all the time, but our faithful know you, man. But just introduce yourself for our new listeners. And then we're going to pass it over to D. Yo, what's up? Mike from Harlem, man. Excited to be back dealing with my brothers, man. You know, be honest. We will be honest. All right, D. Mike has a weird salute. I'll be watching his uh, his IG joints. It's cool. I know what he's doing. But the way he does, it's kind of like, you know, like he just like he flashing like, you know, I don't know what he's doing. But anyway. Hatred is an <laughs> ugly thing. It really is. Like that's an ugly this thing is- to be hateful. To be hateful is a bad thing, but go ahead. <laughs> this yeah, is you call Denry yourself the overcomer. A this is Denry the overcomer, and I'm you know the one from Jamaica celebrating and celebrating our victory at the Olympics. I gotta say, shout out to all my West Indians, my Jamaicans out there. We represented, yeah, you know, and we in the house. All right, that's what's up, man. Even though y'all only really participate in one area, about one area of the Olympics, but you guys didn't even make one of it. Didn't even make it. You didn't even show up. Oh uh, yeah, we did. Dominate one yeah, of it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we no, did. Not the four by one. You guys didn't even make it to the. But well, we did in the four by four though. But anyway, that's not what we talking about today. That's not what we talking about. That's not the Allison Field. Don't act like we didn't get no medals in track and field. Stop it. Come on, cut it out. You you try to distract me, man. I'm not gonna let you. I'm hey, not gonna let you. Him. All right, don't let them derail you. Go ahead, host. They, 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 exactly. the they hate the truth. I don't uh, know why they you know what? We're gonna, we gonna come back. We may need to do a, a, a 
mm-hmm. an Olympic recap show so we can talk <laughs> yeah. about this. So we can count anyway. the medals. Exactly. You can count the medals. If you exactly. want to play that game, exactly. you can count, we can the, count medals, the medals, baby. <laughs> you want to do that. <laughs> you want to do that. <laughs> Don't get cute. Right? Don't get cute. All right. Calm down. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down. Oh, but listen, today we got a, a show where we, we'll be talking about uh, a serious topic, and that is mental health. You know, yeah, yeah, lately yeah. Uh, in the news, uh, I'm sure if you guys have been paying attention uh, to sports, especially if you're a sports fan, you heard about young lady Naomi Osaka, tennis star, uh, who took some time away uh, yeah. from major sporting, major tennis, major tennis events so that uh, she could take care of her mental health. And we all saw, for those of you who watched the Olympics, Simone Biles, the GOAT, yeah. the, the greatest uh, uh, Olympic gymnast exactly. that has ever walked God's Say that. earth. Say that. The GOAT. The GOAT. The, the real GOAT. The real GOAT. Just, yeah. just hands down. Hands, hands down. down. They, Don't she, even she, debate. Don't debate. Deb- There's no debate. There's no, <laughs> no debate. Don't debate. She's got moves named after her. So let's just talk about that. Yeah. All right. She's the GOAT. All right. There's nothing to talk about. However, there was uh, a time during this Olympics when uh, she talked about uh, her mental health being compromised because yeah. of the complexity of her routines, right? And yeah. in addition to that, the pressure that she felt uh, to perform. And so she made a decision, a decision uh, that uh, was hard for her because she knew how important it was to represent for her team, the team that she was with, as well as for her family and ultimately for her country. But she made the decision to step away, not completely because she did uh, come back and compete, but she did step away from her most uh, popular uh, routines that she would do and and win gold. She she stepped away, citing that her mental health was important. Yeah. Now, as black men, uh, I I, I do want to uh, talk about more specifics since we're three black men, you know, doing the Be Honest podcast. And uh, so I want to kind of shift it uh, for those of you, both of you, both of you guys follow basketball. And a while back, you guys know uh, that DeMar DeRozan uh, mm-hmm. talked about how uh, he yeah. had to get serious about his mental health yeah. because he felt himself slipping away mentally, not being present, not only uh, for his team, but for his family and ultimately for himself. So he had to get yeah. serious, get a therapist, even beyond the therapist that the NBA provides, he had to get a personal therapist in yeah. order to make sure his mental health was a priority. And so I just want to, uh, we're gonna go round robin. Uh, I'll, I'll start with D on this one first. And uh, I really want you guys to kind of uh, share your personal experience. I'm going to start with D because D, both you and Mike, both of you guys are pastors, right? So you guys are not only uh, in charge of your immediate family, shepherding your immediate family, but you also have a flock. And both you guys have two churches, so you have two flocks that you yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. entrusted mm-hmm. with. And now I want you guys to kind of talk about your mental health uh, just, just you, just your general overview of mental health, and then kind of talk about how it plays into uh, your vocation. So I'm going to start with you, D. Talk about mental you know, health overall, and then how it plays into your vocation. You know, mental health is that um, that sleeping dragon that, or 
that uh you know that that item that people put keep stuffing onto the, the carpet you know and they've been doing this for decades but now this thing is just exposing you know people are getting stuck and stumbling over this carpet matter of fact people are going head first you know and especially in the church realm you know and we are guilty of that we are guilty of that you know I, I, I'm, I'm saying we ministers leaders of the church ministrators teachers whatever whoever is running some kind of church person or talking we've been guilty of that and why do i say that because we we like to spiritualize things mm. those of you in the be honest world you understand what we mean by that we spiritualize oh we just pray over it you know mm. oh, the lord is able he's able he's gonna get you through just 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 get over it you know get mm. over it mm -hmm. as a person who has suffered through depression, chronic depression mm. for years. Mm. It ain't a get over thing. Wow. It ain't a get over thing. And I'll share more about that in a moment. But to answer your question specifically, there are people in our congregation, when when people, when somebody, churches, church is the only institution, unlike any other institution, religious organizations, churches, mosques, uh, stuff like that, the synagogues are the only institution where you don't fill out an application, you don't try to get a pro, you know profile with you. Well, what can you contribute and so forth? So it's basically broken souls mm -hmm. for whatever reason, um, realizing at this certain point in their age, whether they're old or young, saying, "You know what? I need a savior." Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'm empty. And notice what I said: broken soul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, let's just to be honest. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. People, most people go to church are people who recognize their brokenness. Mm -hmm. Not saying they're broken souls out there. We all broken, mm -hmm. but a lot of them recognize their brokenness and like, yo, man, you know, I need a savior. But here now, a lot of us like to bury it in the Bible. A lot of sure. us like to bury it in the songs. We like to bury it, um, you know, being sermonized. And then what happened is now you have these people with you and then why they respond in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Why they don't get along? Why is not common sense things to you? And so I've realized, man, that this mental health thing, mm -hmm. especially in the black communities, mm -hmm. but specifically religious communities, it's a shh. Whereas mm -hmm. white communities are like, yo, yeah, we, yeah, my family, we, 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 <laughs> we need to take care of this situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, our communities is like, yeah, we all have one in our family, and we all know that crazy person. We like mm. to use those terms. No offense to anybody, mm -hmm. you know, but we, we just keep it as this, it's like a badge of honor to have one crazy member in our family. And mm -hmm. excuse me for using the word crazy, but I'm just telling you the truth. Ain't that mm -hmm. right, Mike? Yeah. 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 I, man, man, good points, Emory, man. And, and thanks for being so vulnerable, right? Absolutely. But this is to be honest, man. So, yeah. So thanks I'm for sure being we honest. all are going to gonna share share our heart on the, on the matter. Mm -hmm. I, I, in general, what we're seeing with uh, by the way, by the way, that beautiful noise you hear in the background is oh, yeah, yeah, our, yeah. our main man Mike, you know, with his yeah, yeah. newborn son, that yeah, the new, right. new king, right. the new prince. He's refusing to, he's yeah, 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 to yeah. behave. Yeah, so they, don't excuse that beautiful noise you hear in the background. That's the, I was new, the new king. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about it. Be quiet, Malcolm. Wait, <laughs> how's he going to be quiet? No, but, um, it ain't happening. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate the awareness of mental health. Just to even because conversations like this with three black men talking about mental health awareness, probably five years ago, you never would have heard it. 
There would be yeah. no platforms where people were doing it. So just this great awakening that people are now realizing, hey, a lot of us have been suffering in silence. That's a mm -hmm. lot. That's a term typically used as it relates to mental health is a lot of people are suffering in silence. And so what we're seeing now is people saying, wait a minute, like Demry said, I'm actually depressed. Or like for mm -hmm. me, my, one of my struggles was I have anger issues and uh, was in therapy for anger management. And I'll talk about that too. But um, everybody's recognized, or oh, hey, I've been sexually abused. I've been mm -hmm. physically abused and it's done something to me. It is mm -hmm. mentally uh, mm -hmm. uh, played a role in how I operate within society. And mm -hmm. so it's important just to even talk about it, to, to be open and vulnerable about what you're experiencing. That's the real key uh, to mental health is just being aware of who you are. Yeah. Now, as it relates to my vocation as a pastor, same thing. It's no different. Even more. And, and it's more. A lot of it is to what Demery said, because uh, traditionally, as he talked about, church would say, hey, you just pray over it. That's just a demon fighting you. And right. so we, you and you'd stop there and say, well, if you just pray enough, well, yeah, but but if if you were sick, you could pray, but you could also go to the doctor and yeah. ask God to lead you to the right position. Right. So right. it's the same thing with mental health, where I think leaders such as us pastors in this uh, generation, we're saying, no, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can process it. With, we can talk spiritually about, the you know, these principalities and powers and and evil forces in dark places, but we can also give you some practical tools that God has given us wisdom to see. God never has asked us to be mindless robots. Exactly. God actually wants never, us never. to think. He, exactly. the only thing, what God's main purpose of when, when you accept, for us, we're Christians. So when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it doesn't mean now your mind disappears. It, it's actually that you think even deeper. Now you have a deeper appreciation for what it means to think and yeah. go in depth, in particular introspection, mm -hmm. which is what which is what is required when you are going to deal with your mental health. You have to be able to look yourself in the mirror, and God wants us to do that. And mm -hmm. so, part of what I I try to do, and by God's grace, I try to do as a leader, as a pastor, is let my members know that I support you spiritually, yeah. and I also support you in in your mental health as well, giving you practical tools in which to spiritually deal with things, but as well as go beyond that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's just and, a little bit of it. Just to break, let's I jump break in real quick, like, like you're saying, like, let's, let's, common sense. Let's talk common sense for a second. Mm -hmm. Mike, if your member, if I was your member of your church and we playing basketball and I, you know, ruptured my Achilles or whatever, I broke my leg, you know, you play, you, you know, put the juice on me and I, and I, and I tore my ankle or whatever, <laughs> right? You're not gonna say, "Hey, let's just come together and pray," and you go about your business, right? Oh, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you and right. I play ball together. I play ball. Mike, Mike is pretty, pretty nice. You're pretty nice. Yeah. The Knicks is not gonna pick him up anytime soon. But he's pretty I don't care. nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so if you broke my, ankles, I'm a pastor, sir. I, I, my hope dreams are over. I'm a pastor. <laughs> you broke my ankles, right? For real, for real. And I'm like, yo, this dude sprained my ankles. Even if it's just a sprain. I'm not gonna, y'all yeah. not gonna just come and pray and say, all right, man, yo, ah. boom. You know what I'm saying? No. So imagine if it was my leg was broken, like I'm yeah. walking, a car hits me, broken leg. You're not gonna say, hey, we're just gonna pray. We're gonna pray for him right now, and yeah. that's it. No, yeah. you're gonna pray while somebody does what? Call 911. That's right. Call so when it comes <laughs> to the physical, we do both. 
we call upon God, but let's be honest, we also call 911. We go yeah. to doctors, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So why is it when it comes to the mental, mm. we're like, nah, let's just pray over it. That's mm -hmm. the demons just telling you mm -hmm. negativity. Mm -hmm. Which mm -hmm. there is some truth to that. Mm -hmm. However, the same way if you were broke, if you had a physical injury, you mm -hmm. go get a professional help. Mm -hmm. We're telling yeah. you right off the bat before we even get into the discussion. If you got a mental feel like something is not going right here, and that's okay to say I'm 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 not okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I had to come to that grips so like, yo, D, you know, you're on top of the world. You think as a pastor, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But there are some things going on here that you, God, and your therapist need to work on. Notice Absolutely. what I did there. Me and God yeah. and my therapist need to Absolutely. work Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely, man. And and I could not agree more. I couldn't agree more. Those are, those are some both some very salient points that you guys are have made and wow, powerful, 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 powerful points. So, so I want to, I want, I want to, I want to move in this direction. Okay, and, and Mike, you started mentioning it, but I want to, I want to stay sit here a little bit longer. Let's talk about how sometimes when you say mental health, people will interpret that as only mental illness mm. and not understand that trauma. And Mike, you mentioned that yeah. trauma through whether it's sexual abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, that trauma can injure something yeah. in your mind or mm -hmm. even go to the place of breaking something in yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. Mm -hmm. to where if it's not addressed, what's going to happen? That cycle will continue. Whatever kind of abuse you experienced will traumatize you. Your mental will be thrown off. Your mental health will not be good. And as a result of that, oftentimes you become that thing you despised or that thing that mm -hmm. injured you, right? You become that. That mm -hmm. is why it's even, you guys gave the example, Denver, you gave the example of a broken leg, right? A broken arm or something like that. But we have to understand the mind transcends even that. Because when we're talking about a broken leg, we're talking about yeah. flesh and bone, right? Yeah. But the mind is so complex yeah. in how it deals. You talk about how when you experience things, it creates pathways in your brain, right? Yes. Sure. And and we'll when we'll later on we're going to continue this conversation. We'll probably bring on a psychologist. Yeah, we got to bring in. Yeah, that, yeah. That way we can get a mm -hmm. deeper understanding yeah. of how these yeah. pathways are formed. Yeah. And how in order in order to heal, you have to do the work to form new pathways, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's something similar to habits. They say, you know, for if you if you create a bad habit, right, it's gonna take X amount of time for you right. to create a, a new good habit, right? To to replace right. that one. You know, depending on the habit, 30, 60, 90, 120, sometimes 365 days before you start to create a better That's habit. Right. However, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about this. How can we change or what can we do? I, having a conversation is great, but I think it's very important. I want to throw it to you guys to talk about, but how can we talk about, and I feel like we're doing it now, but maybe you guys can give us some insight. How can we talk about when we say mental health, let, make sure we understand and we're very clear that we're not just talking about mental illness because mental illness is a part of that. 
Somebody, some right. people are born with a chemical imbalance, right? Yeah. Or some people are born with, with certain mental illnesses where a part of their brain may not develop fully, right? Yeah. Or certain things they, you know, forebrain could be smaller. We, we hear about all of these different mental illnesses, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. someone could be born reasonably mentally healthy and experience trauma. And yeah, then that yeah. trauma could cause a mental health crisis. So- yes. Uh, I'm, I started with Denry last time. Mike, I want to start with you since you already kind of talked about it. Talk a little bit about that distinction and how can we be clear and make sure because sometimes what we don't want people is to tune out and think that we're talking about just mental illness, right? Sure. And not understand that we're also talking about mental trauma. That, man, it's a great distinction. And, and it. thanks for even just uh, doing that or no and, and, and presenting it that way because there is like you think mental health and men, and you automatically think like a sociopath mm -hmm. or something of that when someone has a serious mental illness when when you talk about mental health a lot of times another term people talk about is mental injury mm -hmm. or mental wellness mm -hmm. but these are all terms to point to your your social experiences in addition to your genetics, play a part in the person you are. Yes. As you mm. go throughout life, and there are different circumstances that happen in your life that trigger certain chemical responses and reactions behaviorally. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when we talk about mental, mental health, we're specifically, I think a lot of times what people are talking about, and you mentioned DeMar DeRozan, he mm -hmm. talked about a lot of what his upbringing was like. Mm -hmm. He mentioned um, growing up in Compton. What's that like? Uh, of the trauma of that. I, I often talk about, um, you know, what it means to be a black male in America, particularly ADOS, an American descendant of slavery, right. knowing that you're in, because unlike other countries uh, or, or other or quote unquote black people that experience the diaspora, what's unique about the ADOS community is you're still in the country that you built with and, you're, and the oppressor <laughs> is the dominant group. <laughs> yeah. Not to say that yeah. every white person is the oppressor, but it's the fact that at that time when slavery was happening, you have white and black people, and the white people were the dominant group, and they were the oppressive group. But there's still a majority in this country, though yeah. they're not all oppressive. So yeah. you have to deal with that trauma. What does it mean to be the, the group that has that um has built the most in this country, have the least? What does it mean to have these ghettos that we live in that were designed by the government? So, you're dealing with that trauma, mm -hmm. and you know uh, what? I think it was uh, James Baldwin talked about. You know, to be black and to be somewhat conscious is to be angry all the time. Mm -hmm. So, what does that mean to be angry all the time? So, when we talk about, uh, uh, now when you mention that, and we talk about mental health, we're not just talking about mental illness. We're mm -hmm. talking about the circumstances and situations that have happened in your life that have a negative effect on you and mm -hmm. effect on your mind. And yeah. what affects yeah. your mind will affect your behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, because we are not, and let's put that disclaimer out there, we are not specialists or expert in the mental health field. We are speaking mm -hmm. from our research, mm -hmm. from people we interact, and from talking to those professionals. Mm -hmm. So once again, once again, put it out there. If you feel like you're experiencing it yourself, mental health, or mental illness please seek a proper counselor professional even right. solomon talks about this 
to seek a counselor, get mm-hmm. the advice. They ain't nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. You know, getting someone who's an expert in this field. And they will even explain to you whether this is a mental health issue or mental illness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let me just bring the perspective as a Jamaican. You know, uh, in Jamaica, you say, you say, okay, you say black community is a taboo. <laughs> in the West Sydney's, bro, <laughs> you better not tell nobody that you're going to go see a therapist. You better not tell nobody you're going to go see a, a, a psychologist or, or quote unquote shrink or whatever. No disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Because they would see you as respectfully. The names, cuckoo. You know, say what? Well, you're mad, yeah, mad boy. I'm to you. You know, something wrong with you. Me know said something wrong with you. Long time in Arasta. You know, what I'm saying they will say that to you. And so you're like, oh, I want people to know that I got mental health issues. Yeah, I don't want people to know that I got these, these, these. I just can't function normally. Because mm-hmm. Jamaica is, as you've seen in the Olympics, when especially specifically, we are a driven. Uh, performance-based group of people. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. by, by Mike was saying, ADOS, you know, you guys, African-Americans who are here through slavery, you know what I'm saying, you're going through that channel, all that. When we were told now, coming to this country now, hey, you come into a land of opportunity. Don't go there wasting no time. Mm. So we already come with this mindset like, yo, I got to come here and be perfect. I got to mm. come here mm. and, and drop, you know, just just do the best. I got to come here. I can't just come here and just be. I got to come mm-hmm. here and do. Mm-hmm. So now West, West Indians, we come in here and, and a lot of immigrants too, but I can only speak for West Indians. You know, we come to this country. If you and I in school, think about it, going through high school when I was going, uh, uh, if, if you just chilling or relax, you, you don't have, you don't have something to do. You can't, you know, what, what video game? What, what, what are you, you know, talking about? You're going to play video game. No, no, go read your books. So that mm-hmm. pressure, because our family is like, yo, we came from nothing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to mm-hmm. come to this country and say, uh, and not take opportunity, take mm-hmm. advantage of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go and climb this ladder. I mean, climb the, uh, the beanstalk and not take these golden goose eggs. Mm-hmm. Don't let these eggs waste. And so that's mm-hmm. pressure. Yeah. So here I am, a young black man, and all these other uh, Jamaicans and West Indians, Trinidad, coming to this country. And we like, some of us jump to it, but the pressure is already behind you mm, that, sure. hey, you have to be perfect or you have to perform great. Mm-hmm. Go through school. And so, you know, I've heard these things like, you know, Caucasian people, white people, or, or people who just have money like that, you know. You, you, after high school, you take a gap here, you know. So, so you know, high schoolers or yeah. graduates are like, "Yo, I'm gonna take a gap here." Yeah. Even, even my kids, my spoiled behind rotten kids, are <laughs> 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 telling me, "Dad, we are gonna take a gap here." Now, if I told my mom that, my dad, my stepdad, that, my grandparents, that, what we gap gap what? I put a gap on your backside. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. And so and so that pressure. That's to right. perform, and so one of the things I've learned with just my reading and talking to my therapist, pressure, stress, and the desire to to the drive to try to be perfect and not miss the mark causes mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. And so you feel in that you need to be uh, perfect. You need to always execute 
So you struggling in school, like man, I've been studying this book. Shout out, by the way, want to give this go to yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fred, I got the book. Shout out, breaking orbit, breaking orbit, baby. Get yourself a copy. My friend Douglas Boise. So yo, so Boise. Bussy, my bad. <laughs> still, still get the book. Still get the book. Okay, don't worry. Still get the book. The book. <laughs> that pressure, that pressure for excellent performance, and even in a religious circle, Mike, I yeah. found out that West Indians do church different than African Americans. I'm just, right. just it. West Indians performance based. Pastor, when are we gonna have evangelism? Pastor, when are we gonna we need to get these souls? Pastor, we need to do this. We, we're wasting time. Jesus is coming today. Like he came last yeah. night and we missed yeah. the boat. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're African Americans is like community. Hey, how are we gonna empower this community? Yeah, how are we gonna sure. do this? How this people is people struggling? What's yeah. in there is like, no, hey, hey, they'll get it when they get to heaven. They'll get you know what I'm saying? Wow, I'm generally <laughs> speaking. So that think about that pressure now, and you yeah. don't meet that mark. Then all, all of a sudden, oh, your cousin, your brother over here, he's a doctor. Mm. What you doing? What are you doing with yourself? Mm. Your cousin over here doing, or the mm. next door neighbor's son, he's he, you know, he's over here an attorney. What are you doing with yourself? Mm -hmm. So now you got a lot of us, first generation, West Indians came to this country, whatever. Like yo. Ah, shoot, Bruce. <laughs> that's stress. Right. Mm -hmm. And that stress, you're not meeting that mark, leads to depression. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sharing from my personal. Mm. You know, next person, mm -hmm. you know, you have your own story. Mm -hmm. And so when you feel like you're missing the mark all the time, that mm. you don't measure up, you know what I'm saying? And some people take the opportunity and go all the way, but not everybody could do that. Mm-hmm. And don't think for one second, even a person might be out. Okay, um, you guys talked about the, the Olympiads, right? We had uh, mm -hmm. uh, Elaine, Elaine, real quick. Mm -hmm. She's the fastest woman now in the world, right? Mm -hmm. She shared when she was after she won the 400, the one by the, the, the 100, she shared, mm -hmm. People call me crazy. I, I don't think, I don't, if y'all go back and listen to the interview, she said, They mm -hmm. said I couldn't do it. Some people even called me crazy. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why why would she share that? Because right. because she has been affected from a child. If you listen to some mm -hmm. of her story, sure. she has been affected. Mm -hmm. People have been telling her from when she was young, "Oh, you stupid, you crazy, whatever, you don't match up and all that." And so she felt like I had to prove them wrong. Mm -hmm. But does that heal her mm -hmm. her her mental issue? Does that No, that don't solve the problem. Yes, she got that victory, but she still has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. so the process it. Exactly. Absolutely. Wow. Powerful, 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 man. Sorry, and, I took so long on that. My bad. No, it's all good. Thank you for thank you for sharing that. You man. Ain't sorry. I, I you believe... did that on purpose. Stop. It. Listen. You did it on purpose. Don't try to apologize for it. Then when you have people like Mike as your friends, you know what I'm saying? You know, they put that pressure on you, you know. Listen, yeah, we talk about New York pressure. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> oh, right. that's the truth. Yo, That's don't get into this, man. I'm already triggered from the from the from the verses. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave That's me a alone. Whole another level. That's Leave a whole level. Like I said, this is I believe that this is gonna be a continuing topic that we'll revisit yeah. from For time sure. to time because there's no way we can pack it all into one episode. Nope. But I, I feel like this is we're laying some good groundwork here. Yeah. So thank you, Denry. Thank you for sharing that, man. Because I believe mm -hmm. you you actually 
put some feet to, as they say, some of the things that people are feeling, you know, and now they can see it walking out and now they can understand a little bit better because you're speaking from your personal experience and believe it or not, you know, the things that, like you said, the things that the people in the Caribbean community face and the people in in the African-American community face, we have a lot of similarities, but the people in Caribbean community, for some reason, there are some things they're just OD on. Like you say, when they come here, they don't play around. Yeah. Cause they feel, cause like you said, it's drilled in your head. It's drilled in your head. Yeah. You don't have time to waste. You got to get that degree. You got to get you, whatever field you in, you got to get to the top of that field as yeah. fast as you can or, or you're not nothing. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the mental stress that that can put on people. Now here's the thing. Yeah. What's happening is, and what I'm seeing is that, there is, as we all know, there's a fine line between motivation mm-hmm. and negative pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Very a thin. fine line between the two. Very thin. If you mm-hmm. are not, and see, here's here's the thing, fellas. Here's the thing. If your mental is not healthy, exactly, you will cross, you won't know where that line is. Bro, go Sorry. through the list. Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. Remember when Martin crunked out? Broke, yep. Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. <laughs> they, they may have been great in performance. Michael Jackson. Yep. Prince, come on, baby. Yeah. The list goes DMX. We just, we just Dave talked about DMX. Dave Chappelle. Come on, baby. Yeah, and, and so, so there's a line. And so what happens is the, having and understanding your mental health right? Your mm-hmm. mental health. And that's going to kind of lead me to the next topic, right? But we, we're going to take a break first. I'm going to finish this point. We're going to take a break and come back. All right. So listen, it's important though. It's important that we understand that there is a line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, pressure, right? Can motivate people to excellence, right? Mm-hmm. It can motivate you to excellence. However, if you're not understanding your child, your brother, your sister, if you're not understanding where they are mentally, right? If you don't understand their mental condition, that type of a certain type of pressure, like you could have two kids. You guys have multiple ch- children. I only have one. Mm-hmm. So you guys have multiple children. You could take two of your children. I'll, I'll, I'll just take uh, uh, Mike. You have you have two boys. D, you got two boys. D, your boys are closer in age, so I'm just going to use you as an example, right? Mm. You could use something that would motivate Nate to do, to just hit the stratosphere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But your other son, it could cause him to mentally break. You see what I'm saying? This is why it's important to ask the Lord for discernment. That's right. And understanding how to motivate your children. First and foremost, you do it with love, right? You do it with love and you can push them. Pushing them is good, but you have to understand them because that same pressure that you put on them, as we see, can cause the the ladies in Jamaica who excelled in the Olympics, right? Can cause them to excel and people are celebrating them. But how many did not make it to that level? Exactly. And how many are mentally damaged? And, and, and because you understand their self-worth is tied up in this. 
That's right. And they feel like they have no self-worth. We don't see that side. That's see right. what I mean? We, we, yeah. we celebrate the ones who excel, right? But the ones who crumble under that pressure, now more than ever, because we're having these conversations, it's starting to come out. Thank God mm. for the athletes, as we mentioned earlier, who are stepping forward and saying, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm experiencing. So I'm, I don't want to sacrifice mm -hmm. breaking something in here mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the sake of entertainment or to please someone. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that, that's kind of the point I'm making. But listen, this is a wonderful conversation, and we're going to continue it right after this. We're going to take a brief break. This is the Be Honest Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Share it with a friend. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's heavy. Heavy. What's going on, my peoples? This is your main man, Denry the Overcomer from the multiple podcast arenas. Listen up. I'm not going to lie and say that I'm an expert on sneakers, but I do love to look good in some fly kicks. Yes, I went old school there. And I love to hear a good conversation about sneakers. I'm not going to be the one that has everything in my closet, but these two cats right here, Arnell Patience and my boy Mike Miller, they have the podcast going, the number one podcast going about sneakers, all things sneakers, and that's called Sabbath Sneakers Podcast. Yes, I said it. Sabbath Sneakers Podcast. Why Sabbath? You got to check it out to find out. And why sneakers? You have to listen. And even if you're not a fan of sneakers, trust me, the conversation is that legit. So check it out on all the platforms at Sabbath Sneakers Podcast. You got to check them out. My man, Mike, my homeboy, Arnell, aka Patience, Sabbath Sneakers. Check it out. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, check it out on their podcast. Check them out. Get yourself a fresh pair of kicks and a fresh pair of conversation. Peace. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Be Honest Podcast, and we've been having a conversation around mental health. Man, wow, I've been having some great insights from the fellas. They definitely have been honest about where they're at. So we're going to kick it into the next question, man. And this question specifically is about therapy. Now, we don't have to talk specifics about, you know, what you guys, uh, if you have been to therapy, what you're in therapy for. Denry did kind of mention a little bit earlier that he has a therapist, but I have a very specific question. And so I'll, I'll kick it to you guys and then I'll answer, I'll answer for myself last. So the question is this. Would you recommend therapy? And has it been beneficial in your life? So since D, since you mentioned that you had a therapist, I don't want to put Mike on the spot, but you know, I'm gonna go to D first. I'm gonna go to D first. So would you recommend therapy and has it been beneficial for you? The answer is a thousand percent yes. I definitely uh, would recommend therapy. Just like I said before, and I'm not shy to say it, I'm not sh ashamed to say it. I personally, myself, with my struggles, you know, I go see, I, I seek therapy. I seek for my marriage. I seek mm. for my personal self. Um, uh, there's some other things that I was struggling with before, and I went for therapy for that. 
Um, so yes, 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 yes. Like I said, if you broke your leg, you wouldn't want me as a pastor, a rabbi, an right. iman, whatever, <laughs> to pray over you and say, all right, good luck. <laughs> you want me to pray over you while you go see your doctor, right? right? So the same way, if it's physical, go ahead and get help. So the same way, if it's emotional and it's mental, yes, I definitely, come on, of course. Got it. Okay, Mike? Yes, yes, and yes, yes, and yes. Like, yes, um, go. I not only would I, I have, I have already recommended for the, um, some, some of my members at times when they're going through things that I understand is above my my pay grade. Right, so, yeah, this is the, <laughs> one of my professors in the seminary will always say, Dr. Beverly, it's a lab check. She would always tell us, mm -hmm. Hey, two or more issues, it's above your pay grade. Yeah. So what that means is that, like Demry said, but even more so when it comes to mental health issues, there are things that your pastor is just not equipped to deal with. And you can sit there and let him talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And most likely he will, the, the worst case scenario is that he'll make it worse. Like mm -hmm. he or she, I should say, will make it worse. So I always advocate for people when I know that it's there that you you may need to talk to someone else mm -hmm. and i'm still there to, i'm not saying i'm abandoning you as your pastor i'll still support you but there's always someone else you can talk to and personally all it's been when i was going to therapy was I had so much fun like i know yeah. people don't people don't normally hear that about that's therapy. true it was, it was amazing i've never heard that i've never I had heard so that. much fun man yeah. it was amazing it oh, was yeah. one of those it was one of those revealing things i shared with you guys uh, the sermon that I preached about uh, uh, physical abuse and child abuse and, and particularly spankings. And it was and I shared in the sermon, it was through therapy that I had actually realized because I was in therapy for anger management issues. I mean, for anger issues. I don't have no problem sharing that. Um, I've shared that before. I shared it on my pulpit. So, um, yeah. And, and it was great. The, the things that were revealed that I that I began to, to, to notice and process even dealing with my wife and my children, just how anger manifests, manifests itself in so many different areas and aspects. Oh, it's phenomenal. I can't wait to do therapy here. <laughs> you know, with newly in, in San Antonio. But the reason why I sound so excited is because it's, it's it, it, like Demry's example. If my leg breaks, I can't wait to go to the right uh, uh, doctor that uh -huh. sets my leg correctly so that uh -huh. I can run and jump and do all the things I've worked, I, I used to do. So it's the same thing with, with mental health, man, especially if you get a good therapist, one that yeah. you can connect with, vibe on a good level, and they're, and they're really knowledgeable of, of their um, area of expertise, man, it, it does a world for you. So, no, yeah. absolutely. You know, absolutely. just real quick, just real quick, mm -hmm. just real quick, you know, um, even doctors refer you. You know, Facts. I'm seeing my doctor for my... That's a fact. My, my, my uh, uh, primary care doctor... He doesn't do everything. They he actually says, "Okay, you need to go see a cardiologist. I'm referring you to this. I'm referring to this. Go take this test." You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. the thing with us pastors and some ministers or whatever, we're so prideful, we arrogant. We think we can resolve. We're the answer to to the world's problem. Jesus himself was like, "Yo," told the dude, "Okay, you got. Uh, I heal you now. Go see the priest." Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, referral, referral, referral. 
I got to step away real quick. Continue the broadcast. I'll be right back. So here's the thing. I, I, I agree a thousand percent. And Mike, I'm not going to lie. My experience with a therapist was very different. It was painful mm. for me. It wow. was painful. It was yeah. hurtful. However, I would recommend it because it was so beneficial. Mm. So beneficial. And because for me, uh, the painful part was the self-examination. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was, right? That's it. And so having, having to examine yourself mm. and take an honest look at yourself because you know, you, you, you have Beverly, man, and I actually did counseling with her husband, you know, David, mm-hmm. you know, send mm-hmm. the check. So, yeah. you know, you know how he is very gentle, yeah. very kind, but he going to tell you like it is. I mean, his, 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 his wife, she, she the same way. She going to tell you like it is. That's, right. that's the thing I appreciate. And that's what you want. You want a good therapist. That's not just going to sit there and milk you for those billable hours. You want somebody that's going to tell you the truth. That's right. You know what I mean? You want somebody that's going to tell you the truth, man. And so a thousand times, yes, man, I would recommend it because it helped me understand more about myself. Because the truth is, if we don't self-examine, right? If we Mm -hmm. don't self-examine every situation, we could go from situation to situation, relationship to relationship, job to job, state to state, city to city, country to country. But guess what? You bring you with it. You bring you you everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So if you're unwilling to do self-examination, if you're unwilling to say, okay, what role do I play in this? That's or right. what role am I contributing to this, right? If you're mm-hmm. unwilling to do that, then, you know, yeah. you're, you're going to find yourself in these situations over and over and over, right? And so That's I right. definitely would recommend therapy, man. And so uh, yeah. while we wait for, for, for Denry to overcome, overcomer, yeah, to yeah, over, yeah. Over, overcome whatever you gotta it over, is. Overcome. <laughs> you got to over, 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 overcome. Well, we wait for him to, to, to overcome that situation, man. So so here, here here's another question, Mike. So here's here's another question. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you've recently been in the ministry. Uh, now, you know, your journey was different than some other pastors, right? Especially in our denomination, your journey was a little different, right? So what would you recommend to that young seminary student, right? who is just passionate, can't wait to get to their first district, mm-hmm. can't wait to, to just share with the people all the things they learn in seminary, all the exegetical skills they have, you know, right. got during this exactly. time. They, they can't That's wait it. to share all of this stuff with their new members. They can't wait to go out and just, you know, just be that 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 servant of the lord or or whatever it mm-hmm. is and, and i guess this can apply to all fields you know you may yeah i was gonna say that, everybody that, yeah. yeah that young social worker or that that young that young nurse or that young that resident doctor they they can't wait to go they're so passionate they cannot wait to conquer the world what would you recommend to them as it relates to understanding that yes 
it's good to have that burning passion and that desire. Mm-hmm. However, it's important for you to make sure that you're taking time to do self-care and take care of your mental health. Like, how would you, how would you advise them? Just, just, you know, from your experience, how would you advise that they approach uh, their profession or whatever their calling is? Man, great question, brother. Um, first things first, uh, you're dealing with something. I would just let you know, whoever that is that I'm talking to, there's something you're dealing with. Mm. And so because you're dealing with it, uh, meaning in the sense of you've had some level of experience with, there's really no one walking the earth that has no, that that can say they've never experienced trauma in their lives. Right. Maybe a one-year-old, but uh, even a one, maybe. But so the main thing is, and, and you touched on it, is be comfortable with you uh-huh. intimately now. Not in a sexual way, of but course. intimately <laughs> know who start to start to get to know who you are. That's part of what therapy helps you to do. It, it's it's really the person who the, the therapist that's with you is allowing you to flesh out a lot of your ideas, a lot of things you went through in the past that you suppressed, meaning you you don't think about them that much. They they don't register in your mind immediately but you can see the ramifications of those experiences in your day-to-day lives. But all of this introspection will prepare you for whatever vocation you're in because it helps to get you to be your best you. And of course, I'm gonna tell you, if you don't believe in God, you should. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you should, because there is a level, and when we think about the the mentality in your mind and it, it, there really is a very spiritual component that mm-hmm. plays into your mindset. Mm-hmm. And if you are in this type of tug of war spiritually with the things that you're that are operating in your mind, then you need the strongest spiritual power. That mm-hmm. would be God. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely encourage people, you know, to get to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's more to it than that. But that these are these early things that you can walk through. And if you are a believer in Christ and believe in God, then dive deeper into God's word, learn more about who God is. Because really what the Bible allows us to do is give us, a, I would say, the full depth of the human experience mm-hmm. that, you can, that you can draw from. And particularly how God deals with the, the, the ebbs and flows of the human experience. And then... It, and through all of that experience, God is revealed. Mm-hmm. And what does and what does God revealing Himself mean to you as mm-hmm. a person He's created? So it, it's those two things: being being aware of who you are, being uh, starting to be okay and comfortable with your own proclivities, the the differences, the nuances that you have. In addition to that, getting a spiritual connection with God, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think those mm-hmm. are the two things. You could do before you jump into any vocation as you're preparing to jump in just to get that mind right. And especially for ministers. Absolutely, man. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. And I'll just speak from my personal experience. Having a relationship with the Lord helps me understand that I don't have to carry whatever burdens and whatever weight that's on my shoulder yeah. as, as a black man, right? With a family, you know, just in the United States, all of the things that come with that, right? That's right. 
That's right. I don't have to carry these burdens alone. Right? That's right. I don't. Because think about it. My daughter, she looks to me. My wife, she looks to me. That's right. Who am I supposed to look to? That's right. So I'm thankful, of course, that I have you guys. I have my brothers. But also, listen, I'm being real. I love you guys, and I respect that you guys have family. I can't call y'all at 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, if I do, y'all, I'm sure y'all would know it's very, it's pretty serious. I'm calling yeah. for a serious reason, right? And y'all that's probably right. pick up, right? Yeah. But I can't, I can't make that into a habit because that's, that's gonna right. be an issue. But right. I can call on the Lord every day, morning, noon, or night, at any time that right. I'm feeling mentally overwhelmed. Yeah. There is a place I can go. That's right. That's and right. I think that is so important because sometimes. People feel like there is nowhere for me to go with this. That's right. That's right. And, and living under that constantly can literally break you down mentally. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And knowing that you have somewhere to go, someone to talk to, that's another reason why even if you're agnostic, even if you are, you know, atheist and you don't believe in God, that's why we still recommend you getting a therapist. You see what I'm saying? You need somewhere to go with, you with to your go. issues That's right. and That's your right. problems. It's, it's healthy for you. We were created, whether you believe in God or not. The truth is, you can see examples all throughout our world. We're better when we exist in community. That's we right. are better when we exist in community. You need someone you can go to Someone, and it's good that people, someone is bound by law to keep what you share with them confidential. Confidential, <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're not going to put your business in the street. The, so hear what Arnell is saying. He means that certain things you can't go to auntie and them. No. You can't go to grandma and them. No, They're going to no, tell no. everybody at the barbecue. You can't yeah. go to them. Can't like, do it. And, 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 and here's, the, here's the other thing, Mike, right? Sometimes what has caused the injury is gossip. That's right. That's right. That's powerful. That's right. You see what I'm that's saying? Right. Sometimes right. that's what has caused the injury, right? Yeah. And so now you feel like I have to keep all of this in, right? Yeah. But you need to have someone where you can go to, someone who will process it with you. See what I'm saying? You need, need that, outlet. that outlet. You need it's so good for your mental clarity, stability, all of these things. It's, it's especially so when we're talking about especially when we're talking about vocations, and 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 that's why I love how you said it's just it doesn't just um it's just it doesn't it's not just resigned to pastoral ministry. Every right. vocation, every and the vocation. reason why you said that is because every vocation, as soon as you go into it, there are what expectations absolutely expectations come with pressure there's no job absolutely. that you are going to get where your boss or even if you're an entrepreneur there is yep. expectations that you set for yourself you know this as an entrepreneur absolutely. there are expectations that you set and when you set those expectations we use that key word starts with a p pressure pressure there's pressure that's assigned to that and yep. if you just hold all of the pressure in you are going to explode absolutely so yeah, yeah, I agree with you, brother. We, you you, you got to be able to get that out. You got to be able to get that out. And 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 listen, listen. I love my wife, right? 
and, and I, one of the things I value about our relationship is, you know, our ability to communicate verbally. We talk and, you know, we, we're, we're, we're learning how to do that mm-hmm. verbal communication and talk and share one share with mm-hmm. one another and process mm-hmm. things with one another. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, right. and it's, and it's very, and it, and it works. It helps me out because I'm an internal processor, meaning I will mm-hmm. hold everything in. Right. However, she is an external processor. Oh. When things happen, she wants to talk about it. Talk, 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 oh, talk, 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 talk. And it's hard with- for me. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me because I'm I'm wired to process in my mind. But she's helping me understand the benefits of processing externally. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not like she just, you know, verbal vomit, just blah, 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 blah. And then she good. No, she asked me, what do you think about this? What yeah. do you think about it? you know? So it 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 helps me process externally, and now I'm starting to see the benefits of that. You know what I mean? Of processing because I would my my natural response is to just to go uh-huh. internal. You see what I'm saying? I just I just keep it inside, right? And that well, I, is not always healthy. Well, I don't know if you want to let the people know what your wife does, but I think there's clear reasons why she's like that. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a there's a reason why she's like that. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah, but she but she she works as a mental health therapist, you know, and so there you go. She, she has the background. That's right. her role. That's her work. Right. That's right. her role. You know, and and she uh, of course. You know, now she she works as a director for community stability. So now she has taken on a larger role mm-hmm. where she is helping to counsel and put other therapists and coaches in positions and helping them learn how to right. deal with their people. So but it but it helps, you know, having yeah. that, you know, having that person that you can process things with, you know, it's so right. important. So important. So, so this outside- man. So outside of marrying a, a mental health therapist, there you go. What he's saying is, go get a therapist. Go get a therapist. I just, I'm blessed to be married to one. That's However, right. I understand that that even with her, I wouldn't want to put all of my things on That's her. That's right. That's See right. See what I'm saying? That's unfair to yeah. her. So That's right. I realize, you know, the importance of having a therapist and going to a therapist. That yeah. you know, I can really just you know get things out, process with, and, right. and and everything. Not saying there's things I can't talk to my wife about. I believe I can share everything with my wife, but but still, you know, I believe that there are some times, right? Because even in the, the context of a marriage, man, you know, you love your husband, you love your wife, you know, you don't want to say or do anything to injure them. And you can still be in a position where you're working on that communication. You see what I'm saying? The communication's not all the way there. Right. So it's good to have a therapist. It's good yeah. to have someone new, who you can that check in with. Party, yeah. That neutral party, because it, the, your your spouse, your family members, they're they're emotionally bound to you. Yes. So they that automatically comes with a bias. Yes. So your therapist doesn't know you. So they don't yeah. have a bias. Nope. They can just take your issues and help you process your issues versus your spouse and your family members, your issues are their issues. Yep. And now, so it's not just me processing with you, it's us processing processing with each other, which is fine, but there are some times where 
nah, baby, this the thing I got to do with me. You yeah. can't help me with this part. No. I got to do with somebody else with this part. Yes. And, and, and I think a part of that is being healthy and whole mentally because right. it's unfair for me to put the expectation on my wife That's right. to handle all of that. You see right. what I'm saying? That's an unfair expectation of her. You see what I'm saying? Sure. For, for her uh, to be the sole provider for my mental health and her own mental health. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> and the mental health of, all, of, 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 all, of the, all of the clients that she has. Right, that's, right. You know, that, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not realistic. That's not, that, that wouldn't be right. So it's good, like you said, to have that neutral party because sometimes they can see things and that was what was one of the painful things, but beneficial things for me when I was in therapy was my therapist was able to see things that I could not see and bring them mm -hmm. to my attention. That's you right. know what I mean? And since you, like you said, they don't have a bias, they were, they were willing to just speak the truth. They, they, they could speak the truth and we could benefit from it. But like I said, this is going to be a continuing conversation that we're going to continue to have. Uh, right. Demry is still overcoming whatever he's got to overcome, man. But our time has expired. We do oh, it's overcoming say, him. It's <laughs> overcoming. <laughs> he might be kidding. So let's let's make sure we put one in the air for Denry because it That's might right. be overcoming him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man, but we appreciate you guys rocking with the Be Honest podcast. We 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 appreciate you guys taking time to listen to this episode. Share it with a friend who you feel like it could be beneficial in their life. And like I said, this is going to be a continuing conversation. We're going to revisit this topic ever so often because we want to keep this conversation going. We don't want to let this conversation die. Listen, for our benefit and for the next generation, we don't want our children to grow up under a stigma of thinking mm -hmm. that seeking mental, emotional, even spiritual, counseling yeah. somehow makes you inferior we don't want them growing up with that right we don't want no. them growing up with that we want them to know that that is making sure the same way you have those six months six month visits to your doctor to check on your physical health right sure. so that you can you can get ahead if anything's coming up you can get ahead of it you know tackle it right away to make sure that you stay in as far as possible premium physical health same mm -hmm. thing for your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Same thing, mm -hmm. same thing. We want to mm -hmm. do the same thing. And go do those check-ins. Make sure you're good. All right, y'all. But on behalf of Denry the Overcomer, my name is Patience. And we got Mike here. Listen, y'all. We love y'all. We want to remind y'all. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your family. Most of all, be honest with God. Did I miss one, Mike? I feel like I missed one. Did it, that was that it. Was it? That was all it. right, I got that it. it. <laughs> that was it. That's what's up, y'all. So till the next time, peace and love. Peace. That was dope. What's up, my world? Listen up. I have this new book out here. This is Denry the Overcomer. Okay, I didn't write the book, but <laughs> it's by Garen Sproul. Listen up. It's called Fast Track Your Calling. Listen, I'm not going to act as if I'm a bookworm. 
I'm not gonna do that to you. I don't sit down and read a whole bunch of books all day long, right? However, every now and then I look for a book that inspires me. And this book right here, oh my goodness. Fast Track Your Calling by Garen Sproul. Listen, you gotta go online and just type in fasttrackyourcalling.com. Get yourself a copy, get your mom a copy, your pops a copy, your auntie a copy, your uncle, your grandfather, your sister, your brother, your children. Matter of fact, just go ahead and get 10 copies and just hand them out to random strangers. It's called Fast Track Your Calling. Dot com. You can get it on audiobooks. You can get it on uh, uh, all of the all of the platforms. Kindle. Uh, you can get hard copy if you like the hard copy. If you want a tangible book in your hand, just get a copy and get a copy for someone else. It will change your life. It's changing my life. So please get this book. Fast track your calling. We're gonna interview him uh, in the month of February. So you have got to uh, go ahead and read it. Stay tuned so you'll know more about the book. Fast track your calling. Peace. We out.